Hello, and welcome to Next Generation Behavioral Health. 10-minute tips for modernizing patient care. I'm Dr. Christina Armstrong. And I'm Dr. Julie Kidd. Today, we have a very special guest, Dr. Pearl McGee-Vincent, who is a clinical psychologist at the VA's National Center for PTSD. She is also the lead for the VA's collaborative knowledge translation efforts called the Practice-Based Implementation Network. Thank you for joining us today, Pearl. Thank you. Glad to be here. Pearl, you've been running a community practice in the VA for early adopters of mobile health, providers interested in integrating technology into care. Can you say a bit more about what you've been up to? Sure. So with the Practice-Based Implementation Network in VA, we're really interested in interacting with providers in the field to better understand what's challenging and what's helpful in terms of implementing best practices in treating veterans with PTSD and related issues, and to use that information to ultimately improve mental health care services for veterans. So with our recent Tech into Care project, we've collaborated with our mobile apps team here at the National Center for PTSD Dissemination and Training Division, as well as you, Dr. Armstrong, and team in the Connected Health Branch and DOD to provide training and implementation support for VA providers who are interested in integrating mobile apps as well as online programs into the care they provide for veterans. And one of the things that we underscore is that apps do not replace treatment. You know, these are not meant to substitute treatment with a provider when treatment is indicated, but that the apps can really yield a number of potential benefits in terms of between session skills practice and self-monitoring and having instant access to coping tools in real time. So even though veterans as well as providers are interested in using mobile apps for mental health and by and large view mental health apps favorably, they're not being integrated into care very often. Why do you think that is? Well, I think part of the issue is that providers need training and support in order to feel comfortable using apps as part of care. You know, this isn't something most of us in this generation have been trained in in grad school. So what we've done is we've adapted the training developed by your team in DOD and started training just a small group of about 30 providers in VA. And because we also know that training is often not enough, right, just because we're trained in something doesn't mean we go back and implement the new practice. Mm -hmm. We also set up this community of practice where providers across VA can call in and ask questions to peers and subject matter experts and share lessons learned. Now we have a monthly Tech Into Care community of practice call every first Tuesday at noon Eastern, and it's open to any uh, provider within VA. And we spend about the first 30 minutes highlighting an app or a special topic of the month, and the remainder is open discussion and Q&A. And so far, it's gone really well. People are really excited about it. What advice would you give to someone in a clinic setting who wants to start their own kind of training regimen or who wants to start this cultural change to get their peers to be using mobile health and technology in practice? Just think about the goal. And we actually have providers in our tech into care community of practice. One of the things we've done is have them come up with an individualized sort of implementation plan. So they Hmm. think about the, the menu of options for how they might integrate 
apps into their setting? Which apps would be relevant? Which ones should they rule out? Which veterans would they consider introducing the apps to? And would they be an integrated part of care or just something I call show and tell, which is when you just sort of give a, um, uh, a flyer to a veteran, give them the URL of a web program and, and say, you know, check it out versus actually assigning homework. I just love hearing about all the great work you guys are doing at the VA. Can you describe what you've learned that's been surprising? Sure. Well, one thing that's not necessarily surprising, but that I'm always impressed by is how invested VA providers are in providing the best care possible for veterans. They're passionate, they want to innovate. And I think that part of being uh, part of the PBI network is they have a sense that they're feeding into a knowledge network that's ultimately about facilitating care for veterans. And so it's meaningful. They're not just being told what to do. They're contributing to and shaping the future of mental health care. I couldn't agree more. And then in terms of the tech into care community of practice, there's been so many interesting things that have come out of it. And one is the amount of interest in online self-management programs. So in addition to the mobile apps, we've had a lot of interest in the AIMS online program for anger management, as well as VetChange, which is for veterans and service members who are struggling with alcohol as well as PTSD symptoms. And PTSD Coach Online has also been very popular. And these are great because you don't have to be an expert in anger or substance use or PTSD to recommend these resources. They're really designed as self-management tools so they can be used independently or to supplement care. Another thing that's been fascinating to me is just the range of types of providers that have joined and are using these tools across settings and in different ways. So we have nurses, addictions counselors, MFTs, social workers, psychiatrists, psychologists, peer support specialists, you name it. And it's just a reminder of the range of ways that veterans interact with the system across the continuum of care, and that there's so many opportunities to provide veterans with resources, you know, whether it's a primary care appointment or a home visit, or if they have a preference not to engage in mental health treatment or have subclinical symptoms and want to use apps for self-management. And then there are clinicians doing more traditional uh, psychotherapy, weekly evidence-based treatments for PTSD and integrating treatment companion apps such as CPT Coach for cognitive processing therapy or PE Coach for prolonged exposure. And then after a successful course of treatment, some providers are suggesting tools for self-management to help veterans maintain the gains they've made in therapy and to also self-monitor and recognize when they might need to seek additional support. So those are just a few of the things that stand out to me from our providers that, that join our our calls and uh, engage with us through the PBI network. Fantastic. I can't wait to check in with you again next year and hear just, you know, how, how much things can change in 12 months. Wonderful. I'm looking forward to it. Pearl, I'm so excited hearing about all the work that your team is doing at the VA and the passion that you have for the work you do with the providers at the VA. Can you tell us what's next on the horizon for your team? Sure. So, 
we are going to continue the monthly community of practice calls for VA providers. We have a number of exciting topics coming up. We're also, our team is going to be presenting at APA this year in San Francisco in August. Yeah, so we're excited to be offering a CE workshop specifically on using mobile apps and online programs in support of treating veterans with PTSD and related concerns. Oh, wonderful. Thank you so much for your time, Pearl. Thank you for joining us today on Next Generation Behavioral Health. Please let us know what you thought about today's episode. And if you have any questions for Dr. Pearl McGee-Vincent or any of the other experts at the VA's National Center for PTSD. We'll put all the links in our show notes, and we'll catch up with Pearl again throughout the series so we can find out more about what the VA is doing to train providers to use mobile health and other technology in care. You can connect with us on Facebook and Twitter at Military Health. And you can subscribe to our podcast on iTunes and Google Play. Thank you to all of the listeners that have subscribed already and provided a rating. We appreciate your support. Next Generation Behavioral Health is produced by the Defense Health Agency.